You're listening to Path Forward. This is Mr. Rhodes. Around school, he's known as Senor Flamenco. He teaches Spanish to 7th and 8th graders at Centerville. We were talking one day after class, and Senor Flamenco asked me, Did I ever tell you about how my mom came to the country? He told me this incredible story that has stuck in my mind ever since. And then Mr. Pierce came up to me with his idea to do a play focused on immigration, and I thought, I know just the person. Today's episode is Tres Veces Mojado, Part 1, written and directed by Senor Francisco Flamenco. Hoy recuerdo el día que llegué a Estados Unidos, El Salvador, 1983. I was only seven years old. I remember how my Tioel's house was bombed because of his affiliation with the guerrilla. They fought against the government's ruling. I remember the story my Tio Joel had told me. My Tio Joel had just received a message from his neighbor Juan that the government soldiers were on their way to execute him and his family. He had a wife and four kids. Mujer, we have to go. Juan just sent me a message that the soldiers are coming to kill us. Wanna get the kids and only take the money we saved. Que? Why do the soldiers want to kill us? We haven't done anything wrong. We have no guns in the house. Juana, you know how they are. If they know that anyone helps the guerrilla, you become a target and their families. We better tell our brothers and sisters. Tio Huel is my dad's brother. That meant me, my mom, and dad were going to be a target too. We only gave food and water to those courageous men who were fighting for the land the government took over, though. That's enough for us to be a target. That's not fair. Did Juan say how long till the soldados will be here? Fifteen minutes. Hurry! Kids, niños, vamos. What? What? Why? Por qué? What's happening? I will explain later. Only take your favorite things. Wait, what about my bed? Sorry, but not your bed. Okay, we're ready. Vamos. The house! My doggy bed! My bed is for me! We all left in a hurry, but... Not together. Tia Juel and Tia Juana moved their family to Mexico. Two years later, my father traveled to the U.S. first to find a place for us to stay. A year after, my father left and my mother and I traveled to Guatemala and stayed with family I didn't know I had. Then we made our way north to stay with Juel and Juana in Mexico. I remember taking a taxi from the bus terminal with my mom and dad to my Tio Juel's house on a sunny day. When we arrived, I was so hungry I had seconds. Esta comida es muy buena. ¿Puedo tener segundos? Sí, Francisco. Adelante. Anyway, I remember going to the beach and learning so many new words that are used in Mexico but not in El Salvador. There was this word they used to tell someone to move out of the way. I was. And when I first heard this word, I thought there was rain coming or someone was throwing water because agua means water, but I was can also mean move out of the way. Lo siento, señor. Estos muchachos.
We were there for about a week, and then we went further north to Tijuana. Mom, how long will I be here? We have nowhere to go. Don't worry. I'm sure God will help us find a kind person who will let us stay at their house. Ah, are you and your son from here? No, we are not. We are trying to cross the border to be reunited with my husband. Do you have a place to stay? No, I don't. We have no family in the city. You can stay with me. My husband works in the U.S. and comes three times a year. He just left three days ago. I live by myself and I'm going to cross the border and to go see my, uh, my husband in a few days. While I'm gone, you can stay in my house and keep an eye on my house while you figure out how you and your son can cross the border. Thank you so much. God will surely repay you. Do you know of any coyote who can help me cross the border? Yes, I do actually. Um, one suggestion before you embark on your journey is to make sure you learn a Mexican accent. This will benefit you, so if the La Migra arrests you, you will be deported back to Mexico and not El Salvador. Also, change your names. Thank you for your ideas. I will have to talk to my boy, so he remembers his name. Adios. Adios. Hijo, we have to change our names and learn words from Mexico so we can blend in better. You will be Guillermo Carranza and remember the words that your primos taught you when we stayed at your tío's house. But why? Because in case La Migra catches us, we will be left in Mexico and not be sent back to El Salvador. Oh, okay. So my new name is Guillermo Carranza? Yes. Now I need to speak with the coyote. We must leave soon. Yes, I can't wait to go to the lado to see my dad. The coyote said the best time to cross is early in the morning because there's no daylight and it's less likely that the border patrol officers will spot us. Get in the van. We will drive and drop you off. There you will see the trail which you have to walk for an hour to cross the border. Es seguro? Yes, it's safe. Pero y noche? Yes, I know it rained last night. It's still safe. There were at least 20 people in the van. I was the youngest of the group. We were dropped off and as we walked the trail I slipped and luckily I was hanging on to my mom's hand. Another man was close to my mom's side and was able to hold on to her hand. Luckily, he was there. I didn't pull my mom in to fall with me. Ayúdame, Dios mío! Por favor. No más! Como? We finally reached a dirt road on the U.S. side. The dirt turned to pavement and the group decided to split. We took different streets. There were about 20 of us walking together uh, along the sidewalk and a Estados Unidos. Son, we made it. Estados Unidos? Do you have your papers? ¿Qué? Do you have your papers? Uh, no inglés. ¿Tengo papeles? No tengo. Get on the ground. ¿Qué? Friends, do you know what happened next? That's right. We were deported, but to Mexico or El Salvador, hundreds of miles away.
You remember, your name is Guillermo Carranza. That's the question, amigos. This was part one of a two-part story. Make sure you are subscribed to A Path Forward to hear part two.